Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Welcome back to Ambitious Motherhood. I'm your host, Katie Fleming, and I'm excited to chat with you today about personal branding. Okay, so personal branding is super, super, super at the top of my list of things I think are priorities in your online life and really your life in general because I don't know if you noticed, we live in 2018. It's a very digital world and it matters the way you portray yourself online. It matters. Okay. So backstory, I, you know, grew up around the time when Facebook was coming out. I was in high school when Facebook was coming out. It was also very new to me. I did have a MySpace. I was very concerned at the age of 14 or 15. I think I was 15 because it was when James was in my life because I was very, very concerned at what friend ranking I was on his top 10. Does anybody else remember the MySpace top 10 ranks? Did did anybody else get uber obsessed with where they were ranked on their best friend's ranking or their crush's ranking? Like it caused a lot of drama if I got moved down from one to two on my best friend's top 10. Like, yeah, it was not a good thing. It was very petty and totally high school. But, you know, it's funny to think about that. MySpace does not exist in the way it did then, but Facebook was just starting to come out. And uh, so, okay, I am curious. If you totally relate to this whole MySpace top 10 situation, DM, go over there and DM me on Instagram because I need to know that I'm not alone. It's kind of nice sometimes to hear that I'm not alone in all the crazy things that I think. I'm weird. So anyway, let me know if that's you, if you had a MySpace and we're super concerned about that too. Um, But yeah, so that's probably a story for another day. But like James and I met at 15. I was 15 years old. He was 16. Um, I knew from the moment I saw him, I was going to marry him. He didn't know. Long story short, stalked him for a little bit. He came around and now we're married. So there you go. And we have kids. Boom. Okay, so that got off track pretty quickly, but here's the reason I wanted to tell you about high school was because even back then, I knew that the way you portrayed yourself on these social channels was going to matter. I didn't quite understand why or how or in what capacity Facebook would be playing in my business or even a business at all. Like I didn't quite know those things. Um, I think in the back of my mind, I did know I'd be some kind of an entrepreneur, had no idea it would be the way it is today. But you know, the one thing I knew is that I had friends that and people I knew from school that were posting the most ridiculous crap on their social media. And I was like, you do know that the dean at the college you're trying to get into is going to be able to see what you just did this weekend. Like you do know that, yeah, this stuff is private. Your Facebook page is on lockdown, but it's not really private. Okay. We know that from Snapchat. We know that from all these things. We know that stuff now. But my point is, is that then I had a little bit of foresight, foresight, is that a word? I don't know. I had a little bit of knowledge that the way we portray ourselves on social is going to matter. And I'm not saying be fake, show something you're not. That's actually totally not what I'm saying. I'm actually encouraging that you be extremely vulnerable. You be extremely unapologetically you. But 
to make sure that it, we are portraying ourselves in a way that's professional and portrays who we want to be and be um, and be received as. So this is your business card. First and foremost, your social media platforms, your profile pages, your bios. This is your business card. Your social media, your bios, your Facebook page, your Instagram, these are your business cards in 2018. You know, I'm just going to call myself out. I did not have business cards until like a month ago. And that's only because I've been getting involved in local networking and I run a networking event in Jacksonville for amazing female entrepreneurs. But honestly, I don't have business cards. I really don't even use them. We even have a local business and I have cards for that because it's, it's more of a local type business. But the thing about online business, the thing about personal brand is your business card is your social media platforms, is your bio, is your feed, is the content you're discussing. So the question is, is what you're talking about showing, portraying, is it actually speaking about what you want to portray, about who you want to be, about what you're trying to show to the world, about the expertise you're trying to create? Are you actually talking about the thing you're telling people you do? Like, have you actually made an offer recently about that thing that you can help somebody with? Have you? I don't know. Anyway, kind of getting off a bunch of tangents here, could go a bunch of different ways, but the social media, your personal brand, could be the reason you do get the job or you don't get the job. Your social media could be the reason your husband gets the job or doesn't get the job. Your social media could be the reason your business grows or doesn't grow, whether people take you seriously or don't take you seriously. Your personal brand is so important because it is how you will start your interaction with your following, big or small, and it will be ultimately how they see you, how they trust you, and how they learn about you enough to work with you and gain a transformation from you. That transformation you know that you can provide to your clients. So there is a lot to personal branding and and that's kind of cool. Like that's one of the things I love talking about and we will continue to talk about. Whether you're a realtor, whether you're a network marketer, whether you're a designer at a local agency or a social media manager or an accountant or you are just on like you're like the best volunteer your church has ever seen. Like I don't really care who you are, what you do in your life. Like you need a personal brand. You need a strong personal brand that can help your following take their next steps. Like we all want to make this world a better place. Some of us are doing that in the form of a business. Some of us are doing that in the form of interaction and inspiration, whatever it looks like. Like how can you show up as your best, most authentic self and help others? So, you know, if you're a new girl fan, um, the show new girl, it's like probably, Oh, I just don't know you guys. This is such a struggle. I talk about this a lot on Instagram stories, new girl or friends. That is the question. Some like to talk about how How I Met Your Mother is like kind of a good one. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't think that's a contender. Friends or New Girl, those are the ones I can't decide between. And I go back and forth, but either one of these shows, I could totally just watch any random episode and laugh my butt off and yeah, it'd be great. For the most part, I have both of them memorized true story, got off a coaching call earlier today, and I said a random name of a dog as an example, 
in a, a story I was telling, which this sounds so random, but um, I was like, where did that name come from? And then I sat there and thought about it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's from Friends. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think in Friends quotes. My sister-in-law and I talk in Friends quotes. My husband and I sometimes talk in Friends quotes. If we watch Friends, we don't even really watch it. We just sit there and speak it. So if anybody else wants to weigh in on the debate, New Girl or Friends, I haven't yet decided. I don't know if there is an answer, but let me know. Go DM me on Instagram. I'm trying to remember what the point of that tangent was. Oh, yes. Okay. So if you've seen New Girl, you probably have seen the episode where Schmidt is rebranding himself. He is, I don't really quite remember the situation, but I think he went through a big breakup and has to like rebrand himself and let everybody know that he's back to his Schmidtness. And, uh, that sounds so funny. Schmidtness, um, working on my Schmidtness. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. So, um, but, and everybody thinks he's crazy and he kind of is, you know, that's why they make him put money in the jar at the beginning of the series. Cause he's just, he's just a little much, but I think that we can take this extreme illustration from Schmidt and realize that we all have our unique personal brand. And if you're a network marketer or a realtor or anything like that where there's a bunch of other people out there that are doing the same thing you're doing, like selling homes or selling, um, uh, I don't know, makeup or cleaning supplies or hair stuff or oils, right? There's a bunch of other people doing what you do. So why would somebody want to work with you over somebody else? And I'm telling you, it comes down to your personal brand. Even in business coaching, even in social media marketing, even in the online, like the mompreneur space where you're helping moms with a solution around their home, there is a reason somebody's going to choose you over somebody else. And that's your personal brand. That's the feeling that they get when they work with you. That's, that's this little, these little things about you that they really relate to. Okay. And that's your personal brand. So we can't take this lightly. Um, Today, we're going to talk about the five tangible things that you need to have in place for your personal brand to be strong. But understand that there is a lot that goes into personal branding. There is a lot of feeling into it. There's a lot of what do you want your your ideal client to feel? What's your shtick? What's your positioning, messaging? Messaging and all of this, this niche kind of talk is like what I'm obsessed with. I'm really, really good at helping you hone in on your niche and your unique positioning and how you can put a label on that. That freaking sounds like you paid a million bucks for that copy. That's kind of what I'm really good at. Just going to do, just going to toot my little horn right there for you. But a personal brand is a big deal. And I think it's worthy of you, whether you're selling something or not right now, to consider the way you look online, whether it matters today or it's going to matter in a year. It's going to matter. It's 2018. This is your business card. So let's run through these five components of a strong personal brand. So your profile picture is the number one thing that you need to look at. Is your profile picture well lit? Is it professional? And does it display who you are and what you want to be known for? Okay. Do you have a picture with your sister and like potential followers or new people who don't know you, they have no idea which one is you, right? Or maybe you have a picture that's like you and your entire extended family and 
number one, nobody can see anybody's face. It's too small. And number two, like, which one's you? We don't know. The point with social is we want to connect with people. We want to connect with stories and people and interactions. And how can you help me? And how can I help you? How can I contribute to you? How can you contribute to me? Right? These are the things that we innately as humans care about. So auditing your profile picture is huge. Make sure that it's well lit. Um, so kind of here's a little mom hack for you if you're listening. Um, you probably get photos taken of your family at least once a year, maybe. Maybe you're every couple years. Maybe um, you've got a really great photographer that takes photos multiple times a year. Um, and I'm still looking for one in Jacksonville, but we had a great photographer in Texas and we got tons of photos taken. So I'm still mourning the loss of her because we don't live there anymore. Anyway, if you're in Jacksonville or know somebody who wants to like take all my photos, let me know. DM me on Instagram. That'd be great. So, um, but one of my favorite things to do is whenever we get those fall family photos done, like in October, November, speaking of which I need to book something. Anyway, side note, sorry guys. Um, is to just say, hey, photographer, will you just take one of just me? <laughs> and they're always like, okay. I'm like, no, I just need a good, a good photo of my head, please, with no children. That would be great. And that's how you can do it. Most of the time, photographers are very willing to do that for you, um, or they can take a certain photo in a way that it's easy to crop your head out and grab just you. But I would recommend that you keep your profile picture to just your face. Second step is designing your cover photo. This is real estate on your profile page or on your business page, but really I'm talking about your profile page here on Facebook that is meant for you to use. Are you using it to show a cute picture of your kid, which they're so cute. You know it. I know it. I love my kids. I love pictures of my kids, but they don't help my business, not necessarily. So I'm going to put a photo up that actually helps people understand what I do and how I can help them and why they should hop in and take a next step. So for me, that looks like promoting my Ambitious Motherhood Facebook group, which let's just plug it right now, okay? Little shameless plug. If you're not in the group yet, head to ambitiousmotherhood.com forward slash tribe and come hang out with us because it's an awesome group. There's over 500 ladies in there and we just support each other in business and in motherhood and you should be hanging out with us as well. So um, definitely use that cover photo real estate to push your ideal client to the next step in your process, whatever that is. And, you know, of course, some platforms don't have this. Instagram does not have a cover photo, but you have the feed. So what are those last nine, six to nine photos saying about you and your life and your business? And is it portraying the image and the voice and the things that you want to portray? So think about that. The third thing is crafting your bio. Who are you and what do you do and how can you help the person that's looking at this bio. Why would they care? Why do they need to stay? Grab them, hook them, tell them what they need to know for them to actually click follow, click friend, click the link that you're telling them to go to. What, what do they need to know for them to go, oh, you know what? I need to stay in the know with this chick. She's pretty cool. 
So think about that. And definitely if you want to include like a link to an opt-in or a group or something like that, you can do that as well. And then the fourth thing that I like to mention is crafting your unique link. This should be strategic. You should definitely have a strategic opt-in or group or a place that you send people to that are next steps. And I'm not going to really talk today about structure and business planning, but that's a little bit of what this goes into. You'll want to have a strong, simple business plan in place to make sure that you know clearly what this place that you want to send people to is. But either way, have a simple, unique link to send people to. Instagram, you have one option, one place to make a difference as far as the link goes. So where do you want people to go? Deliver consistent content. That is the final step. Deliver consistent and relevant content to help you connect with your ideal client, okay? So if somebody lands on your page, and you say that you're like this amazing, amazing organizational expert, yet you have zero pictures about organization, zero articles that you've written, zero things, posts, tips, hacks, zero things, like zero content, right? How much of an expert are people going to think you are, right? It's kind of amazing how, what, what it actually takes for you to stand out, to people. It's not a lot. It's a lot less than you probably think. But having some good strategic content there when people land on your profile is great to do. So just a reminder, guys, your social media is your business card. This matters today um, in this day and age. So definitely don't overlook this information. So if you haven't yet monetized your personal brand, and in other words, what this means is you haven't monetized your expertise by leveraging that personal expertise. You haven't figured out a way to take all this amazing stuff that you know, or take all of these amazing components of who you are, this multifaceted mom. If you haven't figured out how to monetize that, if you have a blog, which you haven't quite figured out how to monetize it or get anybody other than your mama to read it, girl, I know what that feels like, but if that's you, then send me a DM on Insta. Go send me a DM on Instagram. Let's chat about it. I know that you have a monetizable expertise that you can share and help people with and ultimately make money from. So we just need to chat it out a little bit and see if we can figure out and pinpoint what that is. Like I said earlier on, that's kind of like my zone of expertise, my zone of genius. I love kind of distilling what you are good at, what you think is not like marketable and show you how it is and help you message it and package it. Oh, it's like my obsession. Such a fan, such a fan. Okay. So yeah, as we kind of close out this episode today, screenshot today's show on your phone, post it to your Instagram stories, tag me and let me know what you're loving about this episode. And I will definitely repost it to my social as well. And guys, I hope this episode has brought you a ton of value. I am excited to continue bringing you more strategic business type episodes like this, as well as, um, just some mom situations because y'all like we're moms and we're business owners and we do both of those things. So how can we split it up? It's all it's We're going to talk about it all. We're going to do it all. So anyway, y'all, as always, I'm hanging out on Instagram or up in our ambitious motherhood Facebook group. And I cannot wait to chat with you more. 